she's 90 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Fitbit. My name is Ben Lomas. I'm on four hours sleep. Sitting across me or from me is the one and only Dilruk Jai Singer. Hello. What is the difference between four and across? It doesn't matter, Ben Lomas. Why <laughs> have you had four hours sleep? I'm on very little sleep as well, friend. Really? Uh, Why? Yeah. Let me catch you up, pal. Uh, I uh, It is Tuesday, the 16th of October, Correct. and on 14th of October, I did the Melbourne Half Marathon, Ben Lomas. We're going to have a lot to talk about that, but I just want to say that was like four. I had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. 4.30. Yeah, I know. The then, city was packed with yeah, people. Yeah. Um, what I, what I, I, have a, I have a question is, um, did everyone win? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I've never seen... So many people walk around the city with medals around their neck. Oh, yeah. So you get a medal for completing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, so for participation. No, for completing. Oh, so you there complete are people, it. People I walk Ryan past who are on the floor crying. I'm not even making <laughs> that up. I, I walk past someone just crying, on, multiple people crying on the floor. I, walk, I saw a pile of spew that had to be just blood. Like, did you did you do a Robert D. Costello towards the finish line? Did you? Uh... I'm only thinking of Costello cheese right now. As soon as you say, <laughs> who is Robert D. Costello? Robert D. Costello was one of Australia's finest marathon runners, and he was known in one of his big races that towards the finish line he just shat himself and oh, just really? kept going. Uh, no, it was I saw Steve Monaghetti, I believe. So. Steve, oh yeah. Steve Monaghetti, I always remember him. He came to our school to talk. Yeah. And I remember he he, he was a great, great public speaker. But he uh, he just finished the the um, the speech in a really weird way, and it just left the whole like the whole school just going what. A, and I just remember it so vividly. He just yeah. goes, <laughs> yeah. He goes, he's like you know motivation, keep running, and then he just went. And winning is like a duck. You just got to be a duck when you want to win. What does that mean? We still don't. Know. What do you mean? <laughs> I, a I duck? Still, what? Like, you need to be tasty to the Chinese. <laughs> Wow, it's you being racist today. Well, I have to take some note of you. How, I don't think it's been racist. If it's true, Chinese love ducks. They, they do love ducks. So I think you, you love assuming, duck. I, yeah. I love duck. I ate at a really nice Chinese restaurant. You know duck. what? You're right. That is racist for me to assume all the Chinese <laughs> love ducks. What, is, um, what, what does he mean by that? Uh, like I, I still don't know. Because Are you sure you missed uh, No, no, no. I remember because I was sitting next to my friend Mip. And he, Nick? Uh, that's yeah, not a Mip. real name. Well, that was his nickname. His name's Henry. Okay, he's that's um, he's one who actually he listens to the podcast because he. Hi, Mip. Mip. Um, because uh, he was a guy at school. Roadrunner would have been confusing for him. As Mip. A kid. <laughs> Mip. Mip. Um, no, he was. He got a sports scholarship to come to the school. Um, and uh, and then within like a year, he discovered he had juvenile arthritis. Oh, uh, which is so debilitating. So weird. I spoke to a, literally yesterday a friend of mine named Nathan who told me about having juvenile. arthritis. Arthritis, and he was out of action. He was in a wheelchair for two years. Wow! And was he able to recover? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With me, but they didn't know what it was for so long, uh, so he was just in pain. They tried like versions of athlete's foot and things like that, just trying to see what's wrong with versions this kid. of athlete's foot. I'm sorry, uh, different different <laughs> uh, medical issues, including things like ah, uh, yep, okay, athlete's yep. foot. And because no one goes to arthritis for, you know, a nine-year-old. I don't even know what athlete's foot is. Like uh, when someone says they've got it, I just assume they've got really good feet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think of the shoe brand. Isn't athlete's foot more to do a fungal infection? Yeah, yeah, that's Why were they testing him for athlete's foot? <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm getting it off. So the point is, what happened to Mip? Is he good? 
No, he's fine now. Um, but I just remember we used to play cricket and he yep. used to play first cricket because that's mm-hmm. what he came in for. He played first football. He was amazing. But then by the time he could barely run, but he could still bat. So when you played with Mip, he'd get like half a century, a century, but he would never run between wickets. He'd just hit fours and sixes. Arjuna oh, you know runner Tunga style. Yeah, yeah you know, totally. Yeah, he just would get a just keep training the boundary. Or if he had to run, he'd just walk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Mip would do that occasionally just to give us a bat. But otherwise he would then like, and I think, you know, in high school, if you got to 50, you then had to retire and then you got to come back once everyone was out. But he would just hit boundaries. But, yeah, Mip, I hope you're well. <laughs> so, uh, I would, yeah, so the uh, marathon. marathon. So, it's really been quite interesting. So, it was the half marathon, yep. which is 21.1 kilometers. <sighs> um, That's huge. Oh, mate, it was massive. Uh, considering that, you know, uh, at the start of the year when we started this podcast, I was like, I had to try to write, start running again. And 40 seconds in, I had to stop because I was so, like, puffed out. And then, so I did it in two hours, 24 and, now, is that good? Uh, it's better than I expected. Okay. So in training, yep. I was coming at like three hours because you don't do the full 21 before the race. Yeah, I've heard so the that. maximum I had done was 16 and a half. Yeah. And that took like two hours 40 or something like that. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no, no, no. Something like that. Oh, either way, if, if I was tracking it, I would have done it like three hours or two hours 40. Yeah. But either way, I was very slow. But what happened is on race day, because I was so panicked about not finishing, I was taking my time with it. And I was like, I even have um, my splits, what they call the, you know, the each kilometer, uh, how much I was going at. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And the first half is me just really panicked about maybe not finishing. So it has a like a very steady, slow, like, you know, like seven, seven uh, minutes per kilometer like look at that six and a half six forty four and stuff. oh wow and then once you get to the f- to past the 12 kilometer mark i start fanging it like f- all yeah, under you're dropping six, like five. two minutes off it look at this last one five minutes 30 in the the 19th kilometer wow yeah i was just going I'm, i've got all this energy stored and then it hit me because in the lead up i would because i was doing intermittent fasting yeah i would always do my runs on an empty stomach yep and then Two weeks before that as well, I was in Sri Lanka as I'm like running in humidity, sweating like like dog shit. You know, just really <laughs> <laughs> sweating like dog shit. I don't know if that's a, actually works. It's as an definitely not an expression, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, sweating like dog shit. <laughs> and is it sweating like a dog? Smelling like dog shit. Smelling like dog shit. And sweating like a dog. Sweating like a dog. Or is it sweating like, like a pig? Yeah, whatever. Look. <laughs> Either way, sweating like a halal pig. And I, uh, and then I realized once I came on race day, because I was making sure that I was eating properly before the race and I had water and, and all these energy gels and stuff, man, I was just ba- smashing it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I have a so you did, did you carb up beforehand? Yeah, that was, yeah. The, that was the only reason I did the race, so I could have carbs <laughs> again. I had, what did like, you eat? Oh, mate. Like the day before, I had went to uh, uh, Tipo. Have you heard of Tipo in uh, this place? It just place? sounds like a tip. No, no, no. Oh, mate. Oh. Tipo. No, no, no. Tip tip zero zero. I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, uh, man. So uh, you tip the scales after you've eaten food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mate, it's uh, this awesome pasta place, and I just couldn't. I just was like, oh, there's a squid ink one for you know, or do I have like this? So how much did you eat? Like two, three pastas. <laughs> and three two, mains, two, two, two mains. Two mains. And then later that night as well, I had uh, some more rice and stuff. And then the next morning, so the race is at eight, and I looked up and Google um, uh, said you got to have like something three hours before. Yeah. So I just had a peanut butter sandwich. Uh, sorry, almond and uh, 
white bread. Well, Google told you this. Oh, uh, well, I Googled and went and found a way. Ah, uh, yeah, like, okay. Run, runner's World. I thought you had one of those Google things in your home. You're like, do a rook pin about a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be creepy. I'm so lonely. Yeah. And, uh, I, <laughs> oh, no, you bring a girl home and it's like, pin about a sandwich now, do a rook. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. like that's what it's been programmed to yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, <laughs> I, um, no, I, yeah, so I was really full of energy. So, but don't get me wrong, like, um, I've had a niggling issue with my left knee, and I went oh. to the physio for the first time. Well, ever. you didn't see Dad? You should go and see I should have got an Ian Lomas, but, yeah. uh, but I, I was very, um, I need to talk about this as well. I, um, I didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't even tell you that I was going to be doing no. it. Yeah, I kept it on the down low. I'll get to that in a sec. Um, but I went to the physio because the knee, I was really worried on Friday because yep. it's, I did a 30-minute run, a little quiet one, and then it was still hurting. So I went to the physio and it turns out I have a problem with my glutes. And I was like, oh, sorry. Um, Tight glutes? Yeah, I said, no, I'm talking about my knee. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he made me do a bunch of different little <laughs> Yeah, I thought, you thought he was wrong. No, no, no. The area you need to focus on yeah, is my knee. knee. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, but because the glutes are so tight, it's tugging at the left side of my uh, leg, the ITB. And as the ITB is pulling, it's pulling the kneecap off. Like, yeah, filter. I've heard about so this. So as I'm, as I'm running, it's really hitting that uh, off balance. Uh, sorry, the fact that it's... So the tight glutes is just from running? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, because I don't stretch. Oh. I'm a fucking idiot. Is for the point. <laughs> I, I do 16-kilometer runs, you know, on the weekend and then not stretch. Apparently, yeah. that is bad. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, kind of, I kind of imagine it'd be good. Yeah, but what I do is I outsource my stretching to an Asian boy, <laughs> right? I, I go to I go to this place called Vigorous Thai in the city. Does and Asian I, boy have yeah. a name? No, no. Oh, well, Jason or whatever, but it's probably not real. It's probably Jongling or something like that. And he, uh, yeah, he basically stretches me out. Uh, and I figured that was going to be enough, but apparently you should do it straight after the race. Yeah, uh, yeah After yeah. running. But um, interestingly, though, on uh, on the race, um, I was wearing my Lululemon in all the training. Of they course say, They did. say don't change anything up on race day, right? Yeah. Stick to the, what you were training with. Now, shorts or tracksuit pants? Shorts. Okay. I, and again, I only wear tracksuit pants when I train. Yeah, so when I, had my the short, when I had the shorts on, it was like, oh, freedom. I can breathe better. You know? Yeah. So all those things, I must have been just running with, you know, metaphorical ankle weights, you know, empty yeah. stomach, no water during the run. Yeah. And, um, you know, tub, like humidity in Sri Lanka with tracksuit pants. All of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, I'm in Melbourne. It's relatively cooler and full stomach not full stomach but you know very uh, energized so the thing that i did is i wore the top i wore though for the race day was the same top i wore at the noosa triathlon in 2009 ah you still got it yeah because it was such a nice memory yeah and it was also in a way this kind of a heartbreaking memory because i couldn't fit back into it because after i did the right i was not able to wear it again so this is the first time i brought it out of retirement yeah like when i packed away my clothes yeah that was yeah totally cool very much that and so it felt really good to put it back on again and then to be doing like another major event you know so the noosa triathlon uh if people haven't heard before me talk i it's like the 1.5 kilometer swim 40k bike ride then a 10k run so it was a really big challenge back then which we worked out last time i could do the 40k bike ride but that's about it (laughs) (laughs) You just do the Athlon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really excited, but because um, I hadn't been training with I didn't realize how much the word Sri Lanka, which is written on it, is so close to my nipples, and it just kept chafing. Oh. Mate, I am in so much Let's pain. Let's say it. Let's say it. Really yeah, I really it. want to say this nipple. Fuck, really? So, 
Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but can you see there's actual like scab yeah. marks? I know. Ben's staring at my... I'm not going to take a photo of the nipple. I, I'm going to take a photo of Ben's I, face I, looking at my nipple. Yeah, it was like, was like... Well, do you know what it is? You have... <laughs> you have... You have... What, it, it looks a little bit like a female nipple. Yeah, because it's so sensitive now. It's become <laughs> supreme. <laughs> it's been supremely. It's been supremely. Uh, uh, what's it called? Defin- defined. Defined. It's got, okay. it's got a lot more. It's it's permanently erect. Is, it, um, is the I'm other one on the other side? This side is this. No, not as bad. See. Yeah. Okay. It's still a bit scabby, <laughs> but it, Ben's just getting turned on looking at my tits at the moment. No, I'm just fascinated by what your nipples. What do you mean by looking like female then? Well, it just looks like you've got a healthy areola. I've always had a healthier. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just, I guess, I haven't really focused. I've always focused on Why your legs. You, all right, show me your nipple. Let's have. What is this podcast? Mine's quite. My, well, mine's you know pink. what the difference is. Yours is hairy. Yes, that's yeah, why yours it is not hairy. I don't have chest hair. I have to wax it for my modeling shoots. And um, <laughs> do you actually wax? No, it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't grow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so nipple the nipple chafing, really nipple painful, chafing. really, yeah. really painful. Like today, I'm sort of got a slight little bit, little bit of a limp and stuff like that. But the nipples are just killing. Man, like I reckon I lost five kilos just in nipple, like in just <laughs> sp- skim. That's off. one hell of a fucking nipple. Mate, so then you go into the shower, and as soon as the water hits it, even this morning as I'm showering, it's Stinging. just stings, man. It's so fucking painful. And um, at least it's not as bad as my friend Andy who had done the full marathon, and he wore white top, and it's just red patches on either side. Oh, don't you put band? I thought you You're put band. You're bad. So I posted this on my Instagram, and they're all like so many different bits of advice about types of cream to use before the race, like gels you put on yeah, the nipples yeah. so that they don't, you know, chafe. Uh, there's uh, Band-Aids that are circular. That you just or you run without on. a top one. Do you think about that? Nah, I think it's not fair to the other runners. <laughs> <laughs> just having that jiggly stuff just running well, out. No, it would be, just, it would be just really, really bad. Oh. Yeah, I just realized I had the mic the wrong way around the whole uh, We block. can I still hear up. you. Uh, I went to uh, the Asian boy after the race, right? But, and then uh, we stop <laughs> I'll say what I want. I've done a half marathon. I feel on top of the world right now. No, um, I went to the uh, see the. <laughs> the Asian boy. And then... Um, <laughs> let's call him Jason. Let's call him Jason. No, his name is Asian boy. Asian boy. Asian AB. Boy. Let's call him AB. No, he's Asian boy. Oh, God. Uh, he uh, uh, got to... Obviously, he was stretching my legs out. And then I had to turn around. And then he was doing the massaging the chest, right? And yeah. I forgot. And as soon as he touched the nips... It hurts so much. I just grabbed his hands. So it looks like he's got his hands on my boobs and I've just, just held his hand just... down going, please <laughs> never let go. <laughs> um, here's what's another fascinating thing I want to talk to you about. So I didn't uh, I didn't um, know what the rules were about uh, music and stuff, but they said it's discouraged to take headphones. But I packed it with me what, and on. everyone had headphones. Yeah, yeah. that makes no sense. Oh, well, is it's that because- dangerous. Oh, is it dangerous? Yeah, because you can't like hear other some... runners. You might not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Um, I uh, I had not made a plan for my playlist, but yeah. what I realized I want to share with listeners is that what I found really beneficial was over the last 10 months since I started running, I was I was listening to various different albums yeah. during my runs. So when I did the big one, it was really nice to go from start to going, oh, this was the album I was listening to when I was in Gold Coast, when I was only running, you know, yeah, yeah, one yeah. minute. And I remember how painful that, you know, those, those 20 yeah. minutes of running was. And now I'm doing, you know, half a marathon. So it had this euphoric effect 
because the music kind of triggers those memories. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I've been, I've, I've been doing the same thing on my bikes, just right. listening to full albums right. from start to finish. Right. And also allowing that to determine how long my ride is. Yes, yes, right. So you go 40 minutes or 45 yeah. or whatever. So I, like, I listen to a full side of uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Now, yeah. I haven't listened to a full album since I was 15 and stoned. Right. But I felt like I had the same feeling anyway because I was just fucked by the end of 15 it. 15 and stoned. So that explains why your brain farts happen like just- Very know. much so. From 15 till uh, 24. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you were I in, love the herb. You were in uh, Holland. Uh, no, I was in Holland and university while managing a backpacker. That's, that's pretty much where- <laughs> to uni uh, yes, I did. What, did, what was your course? Uh, a Bachelor of Urban Planning and Development, uh, oh, majoring in environmental civil design. Civil engineer, that's when you went in. Well, not yet, but yeah. you, I could have done civil engineering, but it just looked so boring. <laughs> like, it was just so, a, a lot of Asian boys. <laughs> oh, hey, man, come on. At least mine's just descriptive. Yours sounded like there was a bit of hate behind it. So Shut many up. Asian boys. Just fucking uh, riffing, right, riffing. All right, Mr. Hansen. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was really interesting. I thought that was a, a fun thing to discover, knowing that listening to songs that reminded me of when it was tough and now knowing that I'm just like, you know, having a really solid run, Yeah, it felt good. It felt like a win, you know, like a soundtrack to the journey. Life. Yeah. yeah. But then that inspired me around the 10K mark. I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to listen to our early episodes of this podcast. It's so funny you say that because yeah. I've done exactly the so same I thing. So I was like, oh, fuck, let's go back to F1. And we, so I listened back to episode one where you and I are talking about when we're both 120 kilos yeah. and like how impossible it felt to get under 100 at that time. Like literally the running joke of that episode is, A, we didn't have a show title, yeah. right? We didn't know if this was going to go out even. We just, no. we just decided yeah. to ro- ro- roll with it. <laughs> like we like we don't know if this is going to come out, but, you know, yeah. there's whatever. We wanted to document it at Document least. the chat, yeah. right? And then also it's like we're so certain that this is going to take years. Yeah. And I even say that line, I'm like, you know, it'd be so depressing that in one year's time, if we're not there yet, like, we'll yeah. just, we, I said, well, let's just have a, you know, suicide And have you notice how self-deprecating we are? Like We, we are anyway. Though, we are, know? but in the, I reckon at the start, because we don't think we have a hope in hell of yeah. doing it. No, funny enough, I back us more than yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I remember I don't. listening back, I'm like, no, I, I say that because you and I are so uh, competitive yeah. with each other, that one of us will get there. It's just a case of who, and it's a case of how long it'll take. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't give ourselves a time uh, restriction. It just whoever gets there first. Yeah, I knew that one of us will do it. I just didn't think it's going to be. What was it like? Three months in the end. When yeah, I, wait, April April fourth is when I uh, clocked in under hundred. We both did, and I was which 94. brings us up. But the fact that yeah, now today being October sixteenth, it's officially past the six months deadline. Well done, clap it out, people yeah. up top. Thousand dollars stays put I didn't with get me. One fucking penny back. <laughs> well, look how much happier and healthier I, you are. Totally, right? I could. I it's couldn't better be than any of the other fucking fad diets you've done. Yeah, Michelle Bridges, all your self help books. Yeah, this thousand dollars. This this has works. been the in- investment that has basically kept it off the longest. And and even then, having uh, doing the podcast regularly again. Yeah. Like I have had a shocking two weeks. Like shocking two weeks. My son refuses to sleep. We are up three. Three or four times a night. Uh, yeah. I've been sick, the shoulder, everything. But knowing that this podcast comes out, I just it forces me to then continue be be on track. So yeah, this perfectly brings me to uh, the half marathon and why I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, because I realized how 
much I have lent on public accountability in the last 10 months. Yes. So whether it was the bet, yep. uh, uh, keeping it off, yep. and pu- posting publicly everything I'm eating to sort, yep. of, sort of show that, you know, A, I'm you know, having fun with it. I really yep. enjoyed showing how, you know, extravagant my uh, non-cheat day meals are. And they are because, extravagant. Because, pe- well, people just didn't believe the system where yep. I'm having bacon and fucking, you know, um, steak Every day almost, but people are like, how are you losing weight? I'm like, well, look, fucking yeah, look yeah. at what I'm eating. It's It doesn't have carbs. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. sweets and dairy. Um, but all of that was great and kept me accountable even as I was overseas. Yeah. Um, but I knew as soon as I tell people that I will do the half marathon, I knew I would get it done. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to see for myself. So you didn't tell anyone? I didn't tell anyone. Maybe one or two people, kind of, it slipped out. Like, yep. I, I think I was talking to Rosenbachs. Uh, I was at his house for uh, grand final day. I yep. Rosenbachs. Uh, and he came out or whatever. And maybe I told, um, I think I told my PT. Uh, you know, people that needed to know, I told. But yep. in terms of being held accountable to it, I was only accountable to myself. Yeah. So yep. me not doing it, if I didn't do it, no one would have found out. Only yourself, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I yeah. wanted to see, can I stay motivated? Because, totally. man, I'll tell you what, it was fucking hard while I was overseas. You think about it. I was away for three months. Yeah, I mean, totally. Hong Kong, Singapore, So Edinburgh. you registered before you left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I might have actually locked in the registration maybe a year, month ago. But in terms of training for it, because I had that app, you know, the, the next version of Couch to 5K is yeah. 10K and then 10K to 21K. So I had yeah. a 21K app. And to be accountable to no one but yourself was yeah, my test hard. to see, you know, because they'll be like, all right, what's the run today? You got to do, you know, 50, uh, like, oh, sorry, 120 minutes. And I'm in Sri Lanka and I'm with mom and dad and I'm like, fuck, that's two hours of running. I don't want to do it. But, you know, if I knew that the podcast people listening and following my uh, yep. progress, I'd do it. But yep. I'm like, can I do it without anyone knowing? Like, so if I said no to that run that day, I disappointed no one but myself. Yes, totally. And that's why I really wanted to not even tell you because I knew that just saying it to someone else means that I have that extra level of, you know, uh, accountability. So yeah. I wanted to just be accountable to myself. And this this brings up a very interesting point because this, the last two weeks, I've been somewhat envious, envious of you. Only the last two weeks. You should have been envious <laughs> since I got the thousand bucks. No, 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 no. Because yeah. this week in particular is like, you being able to do that, like right. when I saw you do that, I was like, "Well, he's kept that to his own." I, I was already thinking, right? You just, I was already thinking that was that was the case, because you get to look after yourself, and like this week, I've just had one of those weeks where I haven't been able to go to the gym. I haven't right. been able to do it because my son has been sick, uh, my daughter's going through a lot of stuff, my partner's struggling at work, and my mum's really ill. So it was that thing where I've got to look after four other people before I then look after right. myself. And and for the parents who've been out And there, I was going to say, this is probably something that a lot of listeners might be able to relate to. Yeah. And so we've just like, I've just really noticed this week because I, I, I think it was one night where I was like, I had not slept. Uh, my partner was really struggling at work. Like it was mm. just really hard. It's like first week back from school holidays. And we had a nice holiday, but it was just intense. And then Taya waking up and Minka not wanting to go to childcare. It was that things where I was like, I could, this is the, you know one of those situations where my fitness you know at this point has to come second, and I've always tried to make it a priority. But it was that moment I was like, how nice would it be just to be sitting on the forty second floor of an apartment, mm. knowing that there's a gym three floors up? Mm. I just had that moment. I was like, 
oh my god and then when i saw you do that marathon i was like yeah that's you, you can have that time and that flexibility to have that goal so it was that thing where it's like and i think this is where i've changed as well where i'm like yeah but i know that this isn't just the end. Like in the past, I'd be like, oh, two weeks, haven't been able to do it. Oh, well, I might as well throw it out the window. Yes. When now, yes. no, I just look forward it's to a it. little like, blip. Yeah, a little like, blip in the radar. And I'll it just means go- that you have an undone. Two weeks of slack doesn't mean you undo everything. Totally. But psychologically in the past, we'd go, well, if it's two weeks, it's fucked. We might as well see this whole month through. Yeah. Then the month becomes, oh, let's make it a quarter. The quarter becomes a year. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You just start to just take one or two losses and you decide that's the rest of the story. So so I've had like two weeks of that where I'm just like, when well, when's my break? So I was like, actually, why don't you just do something that you've wanted to do? So now, and what's the time? So come 12 o'clock, I will mm-hmm. have fasted for 36 hours. Wow. Now- When by fasted, you mean uh, no liquids? Uh, so just a little bit of water, but maybe most, maybe a litre, a litre and a half. Is that, that it? That's it. What's that in front of you? Um, that's tea. So, <laughs> but, but next to next to nothing. I didn't uh, have milk a milkshake. The steak. Um, no, no. Uh, okay, okay. So liquids, you're fine. Black tea, uh, uh, coffee. Yeah, and but you drink a black coffee or milk coffee? Uh, black coffee. Okay, right. Okay, so and water. So uh, 36 hours. It'll be in two hours time. In an hour's yeah, time. Yes, in, uh, come 12 hour o'clock. Half, yeah. Uh, because I, because I was thinking, look, I, I really, I've been obsessed recently because I've been listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, which I'm very late to, but I've really enjoyed it. And there's this great thing on Reddit where you can look about men's rights activism. Uh, and, and, yeah. <laughs> thinking, okay. But no, but the big one is you can hit the ones where he talks about motivation and, uh, and fasting. You can go to the ones you don't have to listen to. Oh, okay. Account. You don't have to listen to podcasts. So yeah. this is, I would love if you fucking just told us the episodes rather than making us do the Well, work. this was, uh, I think episode 999. For sure. So, yes. Oh, you're well, just pulling that out of your ass. No, no, no that's no. what I mean. So yeah. I'll, I'll 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 post it up. No, you won't. I will. We have to talk I'll, about I'll, that I'll, as well because uh, we made a bet three uh, before yeah, I left about that, posting that, something online and you never did. No, and you owe me because I made it. I'm not paying no. you a cent of that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, listeners. Cent, you uh, heard it on the on the episode. It was the biggest know. load of shit. I well, posted I, it when I, it, the content well, was on. I posted no, when no, the content no, was on. No, you were meant to post it. I could have thousand dollars and I didn't. Yeah, look, I'm. I'm. This feels like talkback radio. Next caller, please. Hello, it's Asian boy here. <laughs> no, I think- oh, have you had a bit? Have you had a bad, a busy day at work today? No, no, just the fat boy came in. <laughs> the worst Asian accent I've ever heard. Well, I didn't want to do it specifically. Which part of Asia? Valid point. Could be because Sri Lanka is Asia. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, isn't it? It is. That's that's my get out of jail free card. Sri Lanka is Asia, and I can say Asia boy. So, but the reason why I'm I am Asia boy. Like, this is Asia like boy. Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm I Asia am boy. Asian boy. <laughs> You've been treating your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been massaging my bottom as well. Just like, Listen, um, so I've hit thirty. So I'll hit thirty-six hours. Quick, the quick reason point, why I'm you owe doing, me a thousand, but that's I'm different. I'm, as a, as a phil- philanthropical person, I mean, uh, I'm going to like, donate that thousand back to you. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, now, uh, so I've hit, I hit thirty-six okay. mark. No, I've never done anything like Wait, this. Wait, yes. So Joe Rogan podcast, one hundred ninety-nine, nine hundred ninety-nine episodes. You're not going to post it. Whatever, we'll f- figure we'll it out. We'll find out. But, but he talks. It, he's talked throughout like last couple of episodes about doing a seventy-two hour fast. Okay. Where it actually really generates really changes your body right now he says to build up to that you should try like you shouldn't just do out of nowhere do the 72 hours and right. suggested that try and do half and i think because you know like i kind of sometimes fast without realizing if i skip breakfast like you've got the night before it's kind of what you do yes not that i do that very often with yes. kids but occasionally you know with work and stuff and travel I've, it's, it's happened a couple of times so i was like oh let's see if i'll do if i can do and i wasn't planning to do 36 but i was like come sunday night like finished the meal at like nine i was like 
you know what, let's see if I can go till Tuesday lunch. But the thing about Bef- it- Before you sp- go- f- Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, you haven't explained why the 72 hours or 36 is important. Yeah. 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 So the reason why is if you get to the 72, mm. it, you regenerate cells, right? Which okay. really help with healing. They've said that that's a big thing that if you can do a 72 fast, your cells actually regenerate and regrow, which then helps with injury. And I've read a fair bit up on it that it really helps your internal uh, immune system as well. It really builds up your immune system. Okay. And then it really kind of resets your body. Oh, which, okay. Right. Like I, a purge of some sort. Yeah, right. which I think fasting does anyway. So it sort of puts your body in this sort of, um, I guess, into this rhythm or this coding within your body that sort of goes, oh, I'm going to fast here. But with this one, it's a bit of a shock to the system. Right. Well, that's what intermittent fasting, in a sense, has. The, the, sorry, the effect of intermittent fasting is that I think because we get energy from glycogen, which is stored in muscles and stuff like that, yep. when you fast at 16 hours or whatever, which is what I do, yep. uh, all the glycogen is depleted. Yep. So you're just purely then the body has to rely on stored fat. Yeah. So that's why it helps with fat loss. And that's why it's good to do a cardio on an empty stomach or sorry, on a fasting stomach because yep. you're now purely drawing um, um, energy from stored fat. Yeah. So great fact. So in these 36 hours, I've done two uh, cross-training sessions. So I've done an hour where I do about 24Ks and just gun it. And so I've done a total of 50Ks over the 36 period on the cross trainer. What I didn't know, which you may probably know, is since I've done it, I didn't know the the added effects. The level of clarity I have at the moment, which I don't quite understand why, mm. is just insane and somewhat addictive. Now, what do you mean by a level of clarity? Mentally, I don't know. I've just, mental clarity? Yeah, mental clarity. I just feel like I'm a lot sharper. I've just been able to get more stuff done. Like in the last 36 hours, whether I'm distracting myself because I'm hungry, but I haven't really felt overly hungry. I want, I, I'm, wondering, I'm trying to think if I've mentioned this on the pod. Uh, one of the benefits I found of intermittent fasting, so just to catch people up, is I don't eat from 12. I only eat from 12 to 8 o'clock. Yep. And then from 8 to 12, I just have water and coffee and yep. tea, right? Um, one of the benefits I found a secret was about the work thing, given that in the morning I can just zero in on work, not having to stop for yep. breakfast or think about even breakfast. Like people like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, they talk about not wanting to make too many decisions during the day. So they even minimize like outfit, like they go, this yeah, is the only yeah. outfit I'm going to wear for the rest of my life. Yeah. So that detects the decision making process yeah. to a minimum. It's a real so, minimalist approach as well. Yeah. So so I found that not having to decide what am I going to do for breakfast today shaved an extra hour or gave me an extra hour per day. Uh, you spent that much time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that, but mm. I mean, between thinking about it, between stopping work, preparing it and, well, by preparing, I mean going down to the cafe <laughs> and getting them to make it for me. I'm so glad you said that. Yes. Because yes. you do eat out, like how often? Like once a day, twice a day, do you reckon? I haven't cooked at home in... <laughs> Since I started the pod, the only time I've cooked is the- TV money, people. <laughs> TV money. No, it's money of not having kids to fucking feed. <laughs> um, this is the thing. Um, someone else brought this up. I, I've i just discovered since I've had kids, I've saved more money. I don't think that's true. Because <laughs> it really is true. Um, now, I, I think your earning capacity has increased. Maybe, but earned. on top of that as well, it's uh, the no drinking. I, I should add that in yeah. as well. I don't think the kid like it. Just I would say, without knowing anything about parenthood uh, compared to you, I would say that is wrong. There's no way no, no, having no. to pay for two extra people. Yeah, but you, you, and you between buy- childcare, between. Uh, but at any parent, the gap between eating out and having to cook at home is nowhere near. Uh, oh, you'll be surprised, Dil. It- to, to 
to keep a child alive. Mate, it is like this is the thing. Like people. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm happy to be proven wrong. No, 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 no because like, um, and I've spoken to a couple of parents uh, who listen to the show. It's like it's also once you start cooking, like you, you cook in bulk. So quite often that when you cook, like I cook more meals that I then prepare it later yeah. on than I have before. Because yeah. like occasionally we'll go out with the kids. That's when it really hurts. If you sure. go to a cafe with four mouths, you're just like. But if you're a single person, right? If you're going to cook for yourself, right? You're still going to cost you seven, eight bucks, let's say, a meal. Yeah, right. If you do it well, yeah. You know, if, if you not do it more. decent, and yeah. then you have to like you know spread it across two or three days or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. So maybe overall you are going to save time. But if you're like me and you're not a great chef. And you're not, See, you know. I reckon you're better than you think you are. I just don't care. I've seen you like, with a lot of frozen broccoli. Well, that's my mean. It's like I'm a terrible. Like when it comes to dieting, don't get me wrong. I've got my processes down where yeah. I know what and what you know, like a, a spinach smoothie or whatever yeah. I do. But in terms of uh, you know actually cooking a meal, there's not much benefit to me having to um, to cook for myself. Only really if you're saving money. Do you know no, what I mean? but I mean, I, I don't see it that way. I think that the extra three, four bucks that I spend at a cafe is better use of my time. Because that time between shopping for groceries, between having to cook it and then clean up, I can then spend that time, you know, doing whatever the fuck else. And again, back to outsourcing. I've outsourced that to someone else who is doing it well. I'll work on my jokes and that pay be able to pay, use that to perf- pay for the meals. The pills. But how much do you reckon you spend a week going out? Fuck loads. <laughs> like just do the maths. I I, I have I have a, I have not had a meal at home since. Put a rough January. figure on it. Like right, it's three hundred bucks a week. More. <laughs> because it's a lot. It's like twenty bucks a meal. Meal. So I have two meals a day. Let's say that's forty yeah. bucks. Occasionally, I have to pay for other people as well. <laughs> no. I knew you'd enjoy that. Um, I uh, yeah, so let's say forty bucks a day, uh, seven days. What's that? Two hundred eighty. Yeah, so about three hundred. Let's say three hundred. Yeah, or I would say three hundred is a roundish figure. But you're earning good money, so you know. And like you said, no, you're I'm okay. I'm making. I'm earning okay money. My point is this: if I had you know people to look after or whatever, then sure, I I'm, I will pull my head in a bit more. But now that I don't have parents that are relying on me, I don't have kids that are relying on yeah, me. Totally. That extra four or five dollars that I you know have to spend at a cafe i just think it's worth it because i'm getting a better tasting meal i'm getting something i get the you know the time that the time i save on cooking a shit meal for myself <laughs> that i there was a period where you were cooking you were cooking no, no, chicken so breasts the chicken breast and, and the broccoli and stuff those yeah. are easy to do and that was part of the stricter diet yeah. when i was making the last push you were going for the heavy push what the thousand dollars worth yeah. of uh, wins right Fuck. you know that's how i save money i just make <laughs> Available mates, <laughs> fucking. We're just like, come on. Yeah. Um, you know what the most common, common reason why parents take their kids out for dinner? Do you know? Do you know why? No. So you don't have to clean up. There that, you go. That, that's the reason. There you go. Like, you just- I don't. I don't have to clean up. I don't have to. And also, my point is, all that effort. All I'm not. I'm only going to save a couple of bucks and. It's just not worth it. There's this, there's this place around the corner uh, called, uh, I it. it's a fish and chip place in Brunswick. And on Tuesdays, it's just filled with families. Like I've never yeah. seen anything like it. But the guy behind the counter, he was just so good because I went up to him. I said, uh, oh, hey, mate. Yeah, a lot of families today. He's like, 
you guys make such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It's like kids everywhere. Kids, and then of course, and just, fish as well. Oh, mate, the floors are covered. I, I do need, feel like I need to point out, the only reason I'm saying this all confidently is because I'm aware of how lucky I am. Like I know that, yeah. like I said just then, there's no one depending on me and I'm earning a comfortable living. So yeah. it means that I just go, well, uh, you know, I don't need to do it right now. But it's, if things change, if for whatever reason my income stream becomes less or I have to start, you know, dip, uh, you know, People are depending on me. Yeah. Then of course, of course, I totally understand having to recalibrate and and cooking in home and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. But I'm just saying that right now it doesn't make it is. I've got a question. For, I've got a question for you. Uh, have you on your run? Did you bump into anyone? Did you? Yeah, heaps, heaps. Really funny. It's completely coincidentally my two favorite Sri Lankan restaurants. <laughs> two uh, were, they were doing it. Like so, um, there's Upali's in Glen Waverley. Yeah. And uh, this food truck called Takataka Kotu. Uh, they uh, they were doing the half. What is it called? Taka taka kotu. Taka taka. So you've had kotu, which is the uh, shredded uh, roti, which I'm having at twelve o'clock today. Really? Yeah. Can I come? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Why are you going there? Because I've just fasted for thirty six hours, and that's my reward. Good man. Why didn't you invite me? I'm hurt that you wouldn't go. No, I just after assume, the last step. Uh, I just assume you were busy because you're a very busy man. That's you're fine. meeting a lot of people. This is true. I forgot I have a lunch uh, appointment at one o'clock, so maybe I can't do it. We should uh, do it. Do a quick one. I've got the car. Okay. All right. Uh, so, 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 quickly. Yep. Um, you're fasting, so it's meant to give you some clarity. Uh, yeah. Stop. So, what I'll do is uh, it, it's giving me heaps more clarity, but also I'm just building up because I want to do the 72 hour fast and see if it actually then. And when helps are you going to do this? Why do you want to do the 72 hours? Uh, 72 hours because uh, I want to uh, get my shoulder to heal quicker. Do you feel like that? See, because oh, I guess conventional thinking is that you need nutrients to heal. Yes, but the, you feel like this Joe Rogan thing is sort of saying that you know. Well, I've already noticed with the thirty-six hours, so I'm doing a lot of rehab in the pool, and the shoulder is getting stronger, but it's just taking so much time. And so I was just like, try a different approach. But also, I needed to do something where I felt like I was still doing active when I'm completely consumed by kids, family, family issues. That I was like, what else can I still do that will then benefit my health? And that seemed like the best one to do. Mm, okay. All right. I'm interested to see how you go. I reckon for me, um, I feel like I want to put some public accountability on this. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll try it on my own. I don't know. I want to. Now, now I'm torn between you know wanting to keep the listeners abreast of what well, I'm. I think up they to, do love hearing about it. But at the same time, I do want to feel like I don't want to be completely reliant on this podcast to get yeah. better. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. It has helped me. It, I feel like this is what I, the way I'm looking at it. I feel like the podcast helped me push me from being uh, unconscious, binge eater yep. who doesn't exercise. It made me do all these things that have been done. And yep. now I've got in this point where I feel like I've locked down a few habits and, and yep. lifestyle changes. Let's totally. use that word. Because that's what it is. Like the intermittent fasting is now a thing I don't even think about. Yep. Um, the running is something that I look forward to. So I'm now torn between wanting to, to keep people about what I'm up to versus also knowing I want to keep testing myself to do these things on yeah. my own without having to you know, feel guilty. Uh, the reason not to do it is not to feel guilty because you're letting other people down, but you're letting yourself down. Yeah. But I think but, you can find a balance as well. Sure, sure. I think uh, what I was going to say then before I cut myself off was I think I'm going to try what Adam Rosenbach said to try and do no sugar for a month. Do it. Just to see uh, how I feel about it, just as an experiment to see what it's like. Uh, I think I'll still get my sugars through fruit on my cheat day. Yeah. Uh, and maybe sauces here and there when I go for like Be careful with sauces. That's yeah. that's the really tricky one. Like, I've, yeah. like I've, I, I've said goodbye to tomato sauce for the last God knows how many months. 
Yeah, because right. it is so so full of sugar. Well, I there's going to be sugars on uh, when we go to ta- to Lankan Tucker for Kotu. Oh yeah, there's going to be some cheese. There's going to be some chili. Oh my Ooh. god, it is but, so good. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? I feel like I want to talk uh, very quickly about the shirt you're wearing. Yes. Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, a very good a friend t-shirt, of ours. A white t-shirt. White t-shirt. Uh, we'll take a photo of uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Tommy Daslow, designed uh, a t-shirt for me uh, for my club squash dogs. And if you Whoa, can have a look here, nice. uh, it's two dogs playing squash. Uh, a very happy design. And I also have uh, a couple of t-shirts. One I got it because of one of my uh, dearest friends, uh, Jules, who I've been playing uh, Jules, squash yes. with. Uh, he doesn't know I made it, so I originally wanted to make it for his birthday, but he's just gone away on holidays. He's yeah. about to come back. I'm giving it to him uh, Wednesday um, because exciting. we miss playing squash. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully the plan is uh, in a couple of weeks I'll be back on the court. So I've done all the strengthening exercises, right. but I have missed it. And also what's been really interesting is, uh, you know, like if someone took away running f- like from you, it would mm. be really hard. You'd have to find a replacement. Mm. But what I, I think- just go a few levels down to my pool. The few- <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, So I've just noticed as well, it's like, well, I don't, like, I went through this big period of, like, I wanted to get ripped. Like, when you went away, like, I was really building up muscle. Right. But I was like, it's just purely out of vain. What I like is the the activity that makes me actually feel good, and the squash is probably the biggest one. So it's that thing where all the strengthening work is now focused on me getting back on the court. So that's the thing we've we've fully... uh, have started to learn these things, the big lessons we've taken for the yeah. last 10 months is going, you know, if I had to sum up, like I did, like I said, um, Ed Cavalier and Grand Denier's uh, radio show yesterday. Yep. And, oh, I didn't say it on AI, but I, I said it off air and I plugged the podcast and stuff. Yep. And, you know, fair question that sometimes I get in these interviews is like, what did you do? What's your quick one solution? And I say cheat days yep. and not shaming yourself. Yeah. Because for me, that's probably my biggest takeaway point yep. was realizing that, the cheat day was helpful because it meant that it wasn't this scary, never again, never having sugar again. Like it just this big buildup of what a diet is. Yeah, took it away because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, you just get one day. Like I want, I like fried chicken. Oh yeah, have it on, have it on Sundays or Saturday, whatever. Like you yeah. know, that's my biggest psychological change. But also. If you fuck up, like you said, the two weeks that you've had this yep. week, not going, oh, I'm I'm useless, I'm behind, uh, I'm behind yep. the schedule, I'm fucked, blah blah blah. You go, no, that's fine. It's just a little blip. We're just back on stuff. It's like, it's like treating it as a small paragraph in your book rather than the entire <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. second half of the book. Or yeah, you know yeah. Mean? Like just go, oh, well, we had a fuck up, but that's fine. We yeah, just, we just move on. Yeah, I think that's probably been the biggest one for me because I have I've spiraled out of control in the past. In the past, but now it just doesn't. Speaking of which, and, get on those scales. And also, let's not forget. Let's not fucking deny the two of us. One of our biggest Achilles heels has been alcohol. Yep, the totally that, without the fact a doubt. That, that doesn't kick in at any point where we then spiral. We, you know. Well, this brings up a very interesting point. While you hop on the scale. Yeah, you keep talking. Um, I uh, did a corporate gig two weeks ago. Now, it was exactly the same date I did the corporate a year ago. Now, when I did it, I was one month into no drinking. Now, they remember me saying it. When I walked in, I have not seen these people in for a year. I walk on stage and someone goes, hang on, is that the same guy from last year? Oh, really? Because I'd shaved. I'd lost 20 kilos. 
Right. And people were just like, because I had to put like, it was so funny. I had like, I got uh, one of my suit pants at uh, tailored fit, but I couldn't find them. So I had to wear the old ones. And it was so, so embarrassing because it just looked, it looked so baggy. It looked, looked ridiculous. How is that embarrassing? Isn't that like exciting? It was exciting. But I just, well, I was like, I should have like, now, you know, I've got to get the suit, the second pair of pants fit. But what are we looking at? Dill. 96.8. Whoa, you've lost weight. Well, I did 21 <laughs> kilometers, mate. And Asian boy worked your butt, so. Yeah, but also, I should say, this last week has been really fun because I knew I had such a big exercise coming up. Just not thinking about. Oh, what, yeah. And, and I've like, I, I basically had a week of cheat day. Oh, actually, a to, to week honest, of cheat day, I love honest, it. The three months that I was away, that was probably the best way to explain it. It's like I ate and drank everything I felt like having. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't. Uh, I just didn't slow down on the exercise. Yeah, 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 totally. So that helped me maintain. Yeah, and it's really funny. It's like I, I am thinking it. I, I've like because I can play squash for like an hour, an hour and a half, which is running the whole time, stop, yeah. start. I'm just wondering if, if I bought like I've got a really good pair of shoes whether I could start running, but I'm not. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, what well, did you not catch to five k? Yeah, well, With everyone, I'm, I'm thinking about it. If only you had a, a podcast that was explaining how it is not about the, the small, big... Ch- oh, Jesus. I just saw your pubes. Yes. Can you not do that? Yes. Jesus. He's like completely just in jocks and... Take a photo. He's excited. He's smiling. There's something big on his face. What is it? Just take it soon. Oh, you idiot. I can see it now. <laughs> um, ben has come in at... Uh, fuck, great photo, <laughs> cunt, you fucking useless. What is it? Jump oh, on again. No, we have to edit sorry. this part out as well. Here we go. Uh, 44 minutes. Okay. I don't want to be close to your dick. There you go. Take it, take it. Take it. Okay. All right. Back under, baby. Back under. So Ben came in at exactly 99 yeah. kilos. So that's great. That's Very fantastic. That. You should be happy, mate. It also probably, like, you know, the fact that you haven't eaten anything <laughs> in 36 hours probably contributed to that. But that's not taken away from the fact that it's good to see that you've lost weight. Yes. No. And also, we've got to remember as well, uh, we talked about it before and we have to wrap this up. But uh, yeah. my goal weight is 94. And I would like to get there before I go on our family holiday. Now, oh, that's you're going not- back to Mildura? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Credit where credit's due. Uh, uh, yes, so uh, we're heading to Phillip Island, but that's in January. But I just would love to get to to, to my goal weight, which is mm. ninety four, mm-hmm. and and well, I and I reckon like ninety nine. That's five kilos. If I train hard and get there, yeah. Um, I, I like I just, I just don't know what I'll do with myself. That's well, yeah. You know what? December twenty one is when I go to Sri Lanka. So maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll stop the weigh-ins between now and then. And then just do a big weigh-in before we go on our holidays. December, yeah, totally. December 21 around there. I, I still – I'll probably still weigh in just – I'll do it on your own. I'm just yeah. saying not on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, let us know. Um, and let us know if you want to st- – like if we want – Yeah, it's a weird in. one. I'm starting – I want to start to do more things that are healthy and smart but not necessarily do it because I've told – you know, people yeah. on the internet that this is happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like I need totally to start get it. loosening the the training wheels. Like, if you look at basically the podcast as the sort of the floaties that helped me stay above water yeah. over the last 10 months, I think I need to start now easing out of 
you know, having to rely on people knowing what I'm doing yeah. for me to stay accountable. But in saying that, we are well aware that people uh, feel very inspired and listening uh, It to is insane. Honestly, the messages that keep coming in, yeah. genuinely, because I, it's fair to say that we don't have a big listenership, but the people that do listen are yeah. so positive and so- It's amazing. Uh, and genuinely not uh, an effect that neither of us expected to see yeah. the number of people that have- push themselves to be better purely because they saw how the fact that we were able to do it. They're like, well, if these fucking idiots can do it, then why can't I? Yeah, and look, and people who come up, and again, like a lot of people have, uh, please share the podcast um, because yeah, help us get more listenership. Yeah, yeah, because be we really we're, we're building slowly, slowly. Um, but what we love is every time someone joins the team, they tell us where they're starting, and then they share their journey, and we are yeah. absolutely loving it. Yeah, and those people who message about their slip ups, like I said, don't yeah. stress because uh, it's it's just part of it. Because yeah. you know, no one has a you know an easy journey you've had multiple injuries i've had relapses it's like yeah but as long as you just keep coming back without shaming yourself for it totally that's probably my only only and and i love it as well as uh someone asked and this is a very legitimate question how do i share the podcast with someone who i feel needs to lose weight without offending them that, that was a, oh that was a really good question that is a great question how and, do you do that and i've been thinking about it as well is um just say again just say don't lie to them and say oh it's a funny podcast but no it's yeah. not <laughs> No, but just say, just say, look, you know, I've just been, just say that you've been doing it. So that's what I've, that was my you know, suggestion to say, hey, I'm listening to it. This great podcast. It's got me really motivated about getting fit. Um, and it's fucking funny. Have a listen to it. Yeah. Don't go, you're a fat bastard. <laughs> you need to get on. <laughs> that's the- fascinating. Maybe that's yeah. our secret to the, to our success is being able to package a product about losing weight without making it seem like you're going to be losing weight. Yeah. So it's like this sneak ninja attack yeah. on, on a family member who is being unhealthy going, Hey, you yeah, know, you know, you should listen to this is a podcast of two guys just talking about stuff. And yeah. having fun. <laughs> well, I think I still, I, I've said it before on the pod. Uh, one of my favorite reviews is someone described this podcast mm. is like listening to the biggest loser um and weight watchers but without the passive aggressiveness yeah 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 <laughs> and, right. and i reckon that sums us up really well because we documented we love people's feedback mm. so um again thank you for all the itunes reviews please uh chuck them on there uh, share the podcast and um, uh next week uh we've got a cracking guest excelente so, uh, thank you everyone for listening in and stay uh stay happy stay healthy bye <laughs>